All right. <clears throat> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the POV podcast. I am your host, Hector. I'm your co-host, Devin. And we have a pretty special episode today, actually, because we're going to be talking about two episodes of the brand new season of The Mandalorian, and we are not going to be doing it by ourselves. As always, we have Christian. Hey. Christian the Carter. But we also have, yes, we have a new guest also. It's not just Christian talking about a bunch of fucking bullshit. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we have a new guest, or I mean, he's kind of been talking to us, but this is his official first time being in an episode with us. Please uh, say hello. Hi, I'm Keanu. I, uh, I go by Keanu Comics on YouTube, and I'm glad to be here. Thank you very much for the save. Yes, everyone, that is Keanu Comics. He um, likes to talk about comic books, yes, but sir. he also likes to talk about Star Wars, which is what we, all of us, are going to be talking about, and mm -hmm. something we're pretty good at, right? Lightsaber go whoosh, whoosh. Yes. But this is technically... Cancel Ray! Cancel Ray! This is technically Keanu's first episode of the podcast, but we had a mod before, but that's a different thing. That's a whole different thing we've been trying to do. I'm going to have to hire a new editor. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, okay. um, we are going to be talking about Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 1, or which is called Chapter 9, and Episode 2, which is called... Do you guys remember what it's called? Chapter 10. Thanks, Christian. Yeah, it was the Marshall, and then... Uh, I don't remember what it was called. Crap, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, we didn't pre-plan this. It is called Chapter 10. The Passenger. Uh, makes sense. So before we can we go on in our conversation, we gotta warn everyone that uh this whole discussion will be spoilers. We'll be talking about in full detail um episode one and episode two of the season two of The Mandalorian. So wait, I better go watch them then. Oh my god. Yes, you guys need to go watch them. Before you guys listen to this, yeah, uh, I just nutted. Oh, sorry, this is totally unrelated. Sorry. Continue, please. All right, Devin just nutted because we are going to be talking about the Mandalorian. No, I nutted because the Mass Effect uh, remaster is coming. Sorry, I'm a huge fan oh, of the Mass Effect series. You did say that. But uh, okay, continue. Yes, the Mandalorian is bad. Oh, oh. Right to the hot takes. Yeah, wow. But before, before anything happens, I have to explain to everyone who most of my viewers probably don't know that much about The Mandalorian, so I'm going to have to do kind of a brief summary of it. It's basically about a, um, a bounty hunter who um, is part of the a creed of Mandalorians, which are, I guess, I'm going to guess they're a group of mask or helmeted people who kind of just do things on their own um you please guys explain mask wears you you offended mask wears yes if that um, makes me a mandalorian then i'm all for it then yes bro if and... we wear mandalorian helmets does that count as wearing a mask yes yes it does <laughs> christian let's go where's my jetpack so the mandalorian our uh protagonist is now embarked on a journey 
to take care of this baby Yoda and to bring it back to its kind, which for him is to find other Mandalorians, which, you know, I guess in, in hopes to helping to find what, uh, in the show, the baby Yoda is referred to as is the child to um, go back to his kind. So that's pretty much the quick summary of The Mandalorian overall, the show, or at least what season two is going to be about. But uh, let's jump right into season one. Oh. Fuck. We it's already did season one. one. Yes, we did talk about episode one. Um, actually, before then, you guys want to talk about like our, like our current thoughts on the first season? Because Keanu, um, obviously, you haven't been with us when we were talking about season one. Um, I think from what I from what I recall, Devin is the one who's been very vocal about it, saying that he's not a fan of it. While the rest of us were like, "It's fine. It's a decent show." So, what do you think, Keanu? I really like it. Um, I like the the structure of each episode. It's kind of a different story in a way. It's obviously all connected, but you know, I think uh, I don't know a lot of. I know uh, Devin likes to say kind of like the protagonist is, you know, kind of boring or whatever. I, I really like the Mandalorian, like himself. And uh, I don't know, I'm just, I, I guess I'm like you guys. I'm a fan of the show. I like it. I think it's great. It's not like a masterpiece, but, you know, it could be, you know. Fun show, just fun. Okay, because my thoughts on it kind of change. I, was, I remember being very passive about it saying like it's a fine show like, you know there's those things i like there's things i don't like right but overall i was just okay about it um i actually rewatched um season one before the premiere of um episode one of season two and i'm pretty much with you keanu i actually really i actually really like the show a lot um i very much it very much gives me it's a bit of a throwback on um kind of like serial like shows like um i th- i think the best comparison is probably like star trek because mm-hmm. like and it's such a western vibe to it yes the, the west- gunslinging like that type of western feel to it yeah and the t- like those serial western shows but um, also Red Dead redemption <laughs> with like um with star trek as in like each episode can you can watch them kind of it's as its own thing and mm-hmm. at the same time it's like you know it's a kind of like connected in some way it's like you could jump into any of the episodes and he'll be doing something different like like when he helps that tribe of people or when he's on like the new republic prisoner ship like you know the underlying story is that he's protecting the child from other bounty hunters and the empire but uh he's still doing something different in each episode which is just uh, i like it it's fun Yes, and you get a lot of variety of like, um, of like different kind of stories and situations, mm-hmm. which is very refreshing, especially with a lot of, a lot of shows. But um, I also um, feel like the character of Mandalorian, I I really like him a lot more. Yes, he's I think he is very like stupid, but I think that's kind of what makes makes it uh, interesting in in terms of like we never really had a character. Who's? I mean, a lot of people complain about like Ray being too like perfect as a protagonist. Never really makes a mistake, which is not true. But you know, I mean, look um, at him. No, he's like this started. this warrior who's just like almost unstoppable in a sense. I think that's kind of one thing I will agree with with Devin is that they're very inconsistent with Mando's character because like 
in the first few episodes, they establish him as this cold-hearted badass in some ways. He's very ruthless. He's very, he's, he's an assassin, you know. But um, as we see throughout, like, several episodes, um, he's very clumsy. He doesn't really, like, have, like, a, he's not, like, much of a strategist, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think it just makes it a little more interesting. We never really had, like, a protagonist like that, especially in Star Wars. I think the comparison, I would say, is probably Han Solo, but without the quips and all that. Yeah, because remember in A New Hope, he was quick to gun down Greedo and just move on because he was a smuggler. He, you know, he was technically on the run from Jabba. So uh, yeah. I could, I, I like that connection. Uh, my thing about Mando is, uh, you know, I, I've always liked how he's just this, he's like one of the last people that, needs to be like a parental figure you know because like that, you see at first like he's he's hunting for the child well you know he doesn't know what it was he didn't know what the bounty was but he thought it was like like a 50 year old you know whatever but you know it's actually like still a child and um he uh first when he got the child i'm pretty sure he was still turning in the bounty. like his remember he went and turned in the bounty but you see over those couple episodes that he started to the child was growing on him, obviously, you know, and, and then he, he took it upon himself to then then protect it. Because even when he turned in the bounty, he was just like, are you like guys like what are you guys doing to him? Like, blah, 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 blah. So I, I, I like that gradual like like, oh, like he knows he, he's a Mandalorian, but he's also like, damn, he's kind of cute. <laughs> you know, he's like he's just a little kid, you know. Yeah. Got to protect um, him with my life. And now he's now he's essentially the you know almost adoptive father yeah um another thing is like he as a kid you know he got his parents his parents were killed by um droids so Mm -hmm. he also has this like um his like view on droids i love that i love that 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 makes a lot of sense you know obviously yeah i do love his inconsistently hatred for droids Devin, he grew he didn't like the droids and then he realized that not all droids are bad with the sacrifice. <laughs> that explains episode one perfectly. That explains it. Yes, he teams up with the droid. He's like, I hate droids, but m- might as well team up. I mean, he doesn't. He just, he just goes up to it straight up while the droid is mid-fight in battle and he expects not to get shot. He goes like, oh, he just walks up to him. So anyways, <laughs> no, um, I forgot. Um... The reason why he cares about this child, apart from like his innocence, or like Baby Yoda has like a very much an innocence to him, mm-hmm. um, is that um, I guess like he wanted to like give this thing like a father, or like a parental figure, which he didn't have when he was when he was a kid. Obviously, he was taken up by a creed and swore an oath to them that you know he won't like take off his helmet or anything like that, or else take off his helmet in front of anyone. Wasn't it Death Watch that picked him up? No. I'm pretty sure it was Death Watch because I remember seeing like people take screenshots of when the Mandalorians saved him from like the droid attack. And I'm pretty sure they had like the Death Watch emblem on their on their arm. I know Mando is not Death Watch, but like I think they were the ones who found him. I I don't know. I know which I knew you. I know what you're talking about. I don't know what the Death Watch is, but um, uh, in I the Clone Wars, they're like a faction of the Mandalorians. I don't- 
I don't think it would be Death Watch. I think Death Watch kind of went away because Death Watch really helped in uh, the Clone Wars. Well, remember, he got picked up in the Clone Wars. Uh, well, actually, yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, I can look it up real quick. I mean, I don't think it would be Death Watch because I thought Death Watch filed more in with the Separatists. I don't know why they'd be destroying droids. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think, um, especially when the Mandalorian came out, it came out at a time when, like, the Rise of Skywalker was, gonna, was like, coming out, and that was a complete mess. That movie was just trying it so hard to appease all the fans and just trying to play it all safe, and the film is just so fast-paced, and you don't have much time to think. With the Mandalorian, it's very slow, and it's very, um... Simple. I think the best that's the best way to describe it. It's very simple. It's very easy to follow. It's even if you're not into Star Wars, it's you can pretty much tell what's going on without really having full knowledge of it. And I would also another thing that um I think I appreciate with like what the Mandalorian does is um it um with like the Easter eggs, it's never like in your face, which is like one of the biggest issues I've had with like Star Wars overall, especially recent Star Wars, where the fan service just feels so in your face. And it's like, you know, you, you know, it stops the whole movie just so you can see this piece of fan service with the Mandalorian. It's there, but you don't really need to know if that is there. Uh. You, you see eras from the prequels, you see eras from the originals. And it's like, for the most part, I'm not saying like overall, but like for the most part, it's usually in the background or it's just a big part. It's a, it's important. It's. Um, and then I'm sorry. I can't agree with you on that one. I cannot agree with you on that. Well, what, what part that, what part made you, um, super battle droid right in the face. Um, uh, IG, IG, you know, it's coming back. That that was supposed to, but that's not like. It's not hey, like um. Like, no, no, no. It's not like in Rogue One where you have like those two, those two guys from A New Hope in there, and he's like, "Hey, watch it, you like that." Do they just bar hop? Pandering. Is that what they do? That's probably from what planet they do. to planet. He he. The guy said he's like wanted in, in like a billion planets. Yeah, dude just but, goes. Um, how do you even get to Tatooine? Why is it Everyone when in Star Wars, like in any movie, like when we're shown a ship flying outside a planet, we never see any any ships leave or go in with them like traffic. We always just see one ship at all times. Just saying. I thought because I always thought of that when I was I always thought of that when I was younger. I didn't think, you know, oh, just, you know, they don't have enough money to do that in the studio. But, you know, just saying. <laughs> Jordan, you're thanking too much. You're turning into Devin. Sorry. <laughs> All of a sudden, I just can't stand the Mandalorian anymore. <laughs> You're saying, Devin? I just find the fan service and the, sh- and the Mandalorian to be on the nose and blatant. Uh, uh, well, it's like it's blatant, but it's not like unnecessarily blatant. Yes, it is. Especially, oh my god, this especially. Is a battle droid, not unnecessary. <laughs> I'm sorry, but episode. Chapter nine with freaking what's his what's his name riding a freaking pod race. I love that. I was just about to say how okay. much I like that. Okay, that, that <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to episode. Okay, so but, I mean, 
I, I mean, it wasn't like completely unnecessary. I mean, yeah, they could have gave him a different speeder, but I mean, he was still traveling. So, I mean, it was just a fun callback. We never really get callbacks to the, like the Phantom Menace or anything. I mean, what is there really to call back to other than Darth Maul? Watto. Watto's dead at this point. Hey, we don't know that. Vader killed him. When? Did that happen in canon? Uh, it was in a comic book. I don't read comic books, unlike you uh, comics. Excuse yeah. me? If Disney didn't make it, it's not real. No. Is this the guy with the Darth Revan profile picture? <laughs> don't talk about it. <laughs> Anyways, um, I guess my thoughts on The Mandalorian has pretty much... I've grown to like it a lot more, appreciate it a little more. Um, for what Jon Favreau did was just simply like, you know, I appreciate... I'm, 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 I've been appreciating a lot of like Jon Favreau's work. I finally watched um, Chef, which is a great movie. Um, and I've also been watching his Netflix show, <laughs> Chef. John Favreau <laughs> is just really good at his craft. You know? Very much so. And he does his research. There's a little thing I like uh, in, uh, in episode nine when they're at the campfire and one of the, the sand people like offers uh, the, the, the marshal. I forgot his name. He got the, you know, the little <sighs> coconut looking thing. Don't even get me started about the sand that, people. That, that was from a comic like I, I think i don't know how recent i think i'm pretty sure a canon comic and uh, it just shows that you know he's doing his research like within the comics you know to to not just the movies he's doing his research in star wars lore to to, to, to just point out little small details like that and i really like that because um, that's not even like fan service that's just that's a just little moment keeping it you know there was yeah. something that i saw that i recognized and i was like and i was like Hey, that's the Mandalorian. I recognize him from season one. Uh, yeah, uh, basically. Fan service. Ew. I can't, I, I can't remember what it was that I saw, but I was like, oh, that's something from like a book or oh, the Marshall. Uh, just in general, that's what I saw. The Marshall yeah. is actually a character from uh, Star Wars. Was it Aftermath? Was it's, it one of those books? Yeah, it's like one of the Legends books. He. He actually just brought out a character from. Oh wait, the, was it a Legends book? I thought it was a canon. Like maybe it was a canon. I think it was Aftermath. Maybe it was canon. I think because I think Aftermath is canon. Uh, I thought it was a Legend book. My bad. I'm pretty sure it's canon. But anyways, they they brought him in. You know, I never read those books, uh, so I don't know what he does in them. But it's basically the same same like how he finds the uh, Boba Fett armor. Oh, so did so they already had that called back way back then. Like in uh, it has to be canon then because that in Legends, like Boba Fett still had his armor when he escaped. I'm pretty sure. So, uh, okay, well maybe yeah, maybe it is a canon book, but I mean, still the fact that he didn't just be like, oh, I'm gonna make something new because I want to do it. Christian, I'm surprised that you don't you don't hate Chapter Nine. Chapter Nine. Yeah, there's a lot of good things about Chapter Nine, which oh, we'll was, get to. It yeah. might be my favorite episode. So far, obviously, it's almost, have a lot of episodes to go by, but it's up there. Um, but yeah, chapter nine was alright. I wasn't. A, I really don't like chapter ten for the most part. It's Look like at a the chapter. Ten. Yeah, chapter but, nine. I mm, so much bad. All right. I don't know so why you think I wouldn't like it? But 
We'll do like a quick summary of what chapter nine is. So for anyone who's just watching or listening to us, um, it's so what happens in um, episode one of season two, chapter nine, that's what it's called. Um, I believe Mando needs to go to Tatooine and this, or at least like a, like an abandoned site in um, Tatooine is called like Moss Paisley. Wasn't it? Is that what it's called? He went to Moss Isley and talked to that woman that he knows, and then he went to Moss Plago or something. Plagueis. Plago. <laughs> yes, I think it's Plago. Plago, I think. Plago. Um, Plago, something. Moss Plago. Yeah, I think it's Plago. So he's trying to find another Mandalorian uh, to help him find, like, where to find, like, you know, a place for the child. But um, when, he, when, he, when he arrives to that um, town, he uh, founds. He finds a the the marshal who is played by um fuck I forgot his name I know the guy it's it's the dude the guy the uh, guy yeah. yes him um no I recognize him I recognized him right away when he when he took off the mask when he had the Boba Fett outfit um I'm gonna have to look it up real quick it it, it caught me by surprise I was surprised to see him in in the show but um let me see do do forgot his name he's in once upon a time in hollywood he played um he played lancer there where is he timothy oliphant he played Cobb Vanth, which is his Oh, that was the Marshall, name. right? Yeah. Yes. And obviously that Mandalorian armor from Boba Fett is, or Amanda ordered it stolen. And after, well, they're about to have a shoot off, suddenly a giant fucking worm. Or <laughs> I thought it was a worm, but it's An called Alaskan bullworm. Yes, it's <laughs> immediate. It was like that. The last, the uh, most, the Alaskan bullworm, bullworm, and uh, the the worm from Dune, the book. Yeah. So there's like two that I immediately thought of. Um, that popped into town. So obviously, uh, they both uh, decided to team up to stop the crate dragon, which is what that's what that giant creature is called, and they um, decide to um, help. Or like the sand people offered the help, so and so like the sand people, or what are they called? Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan yeah. Raiders are offering to help, and you know, Mando uh. proposed the settlers to, or like the people, the townspeople to come help. So you know, there's some like diff, there's like some, you know, hate. You know, they both, um, both uh, like company. Um, both groups don't like each other, but they have to team up together to fight to stop the the crate dragon, and that's pretty much the episode. So, I guess we'll go one by one real quick about our impressions on chapter nine. Let's start with uh, Debbie Downer here, uh, Devin. Uh, so, you want to know about all the bad stuff? Yes, let's get let's get it out of the way. Just describes the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we start from the beginning, uh, and uh, for some reason, Mando gets uh, 
another one of those whistler thingies. I don't know what they're called. Oh, was the birds or whatever they're called? Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised where he got this from because I thought they said like those, are... those were in reserve and like he could only he only had one set of them and he used them already. So they're one set. They're just really rare. No, but I thought he had one set of them. I don't know. I could just have misinterpreted what the woman said in the episode, but I swore he had one set of them and he used it. Yeah, he used it like in season one, but yeah, one of those things, and he killed a bunch of guys, and uh, some idiot decides to fight uh, the Mando, and he decides to freaking punch his helmet three times until he decides that it it decides it hurts him instead of you know like grabbing him by his neck and just throwing him down, or going by and picking up a gun that one of the other dudes dropped. Oh, Devin. Well, if you look at season two, a gun doesn't really do anything either. So, oh, that other dude had a plan. He had it aimed right at his neck. That doesn't seem to be much armor there. And uh, at least the gunshot is able to stun him for a second, at least. If you do hit his armor, that's still a viable option. But no, idiots decide to go fisticuffs with him. Um, do you remember, what are those giant green things and that were fighting each other? Oh, the Gamorrean guards, they looked so bad. I was really, that really made me. I they did look a little. The ones mean. from 1970, or eight, yeah, 1970. What am I talking about? The one from the <laughs> when, did, when did Return of the Jedi come out? 84? 86? Uh, 83. The ones 83. from the 80s. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Sorry, I just went straight to the 70s because I knew that was one of the first. 77 ones. is when the original came yeah. out. Yeah. I like how when well, I'm not gonna say I like it, but I, I noticed when the guy shot one of them, the other guy's like going around the ring, acting like he he's all tough because he was about to lose, and then his opponent got shot, and then he was like <laughs> walking around like he was this big deal. It, so I I thought it was so funny when one of them just leaped off and tried to like tackle like <laughs> and they fucking table. missed. It's it's like like, WWE, by God, he gave the table. By God. <laughs> Throw in the damn towel. But I thought it was hilarious. That was when stupid. It, but it was when it hilarious. seems like the most that somebody could do is just hire a bunch of Jawas to take out Mando, that would seem to do the job. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I was going to fight the Lorian, just get a Dude, bunch I of... Dude, I loved that moment way back in season one. I loved that when he went on top of the, the, the big thing and they just shot him down. But, I mean, it was kind of a cool action scene. Um, I will have a complaint about... The whole show. Um, I don't. I really hope in the future they they can like film the action scenes a little better because like the like the fighting itself feels a bit clunky. You know, it feels like people in costumes fighting each other instead of like an actual fight scene. I think like the only the only well executed one is like the very first one, like with Mando's introduction. I think I kind of like the fighting scenes because they are a little bit clunkier. I can kind of I mean, see that. that. If you got all that armor on, it's not gonna like look that smooth. More than likely, it'd be a little clunky. I like the times when they like try to punch Mando. They punch him like so many times, and they, clearly the armor 
they literally said like the armor is like one of the best armors. So like yeah, because you know so you see him get shot and it's just like it dings off of him like nothing. Yeah, if you got a clone trooper or a stormtrooper, like the actual like government's military armor, they they get shot in the chest once and they're done. And it's like man, the heck. Like- I guess that type of armor is just super expensive and like the Republic or the Empire just didn't have enough to get that for everyone. I guess. That annoys me kind of. But I remember when I was younger, I used to think when if like this when I was like first watching Star Wars, I was like six or seven years old. I used to think whenever stormtroopers got shot, you had to aim like in between their armor, like where the little black outlines are. I used to think that's where you had to. I don't know why I thought that. But, you know, even though, even though, like, like many times you see them get shot in the chest. Yeah, the back, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was just body. inconsistent. <laughs> no, no, but um, it was it was an interesting. It was an inter- I think it was an entertaining like action scene. Or it, I think it was actually a really good start to the first season or like to season two, especially since it was just a good hype up kind of episode. It yeah. it, it it gave people what they were looking forward to with the. I really like I really like the ending bit where he has he hangs up the guy and like turns off the lights. He's like, Mando, wait, no, please, no, Mando. <laughs> and then you have like because he said he wasn't gonna kill him by his hand. Yeah, which was, I thought was, that was that was kind of cool. <laughs> no, but that was that was kind of a cool badass moment. That. Uh, but then again, it's like me. sometimes he's like this cold blooded like you know mercenary, but then at times he's just like dad. <laughs> He's a father. <laughs> well, they even like point him out. Was like, Cringe, what, are you really gonna kill me like in front of this, in front of your son? He's, he's seen like, worse. <laughs> yeah, he's seen worse. So I'm just like, damn, this baby is is 50 years old. By the way, don't forget, baby Yoda's he was born. 50. He was born when Anakin in the same year. Apparently, that's why some people yeah. are like, maybe he's the chosen one. <laughs> I'll be okay with it. I'd be okay with it. Are you okay I with it, Christian? Are you okay with no. this? Is this the chosen one? No, I hate Baby Yoda as a right. shy guy. Is shy guy, the chosen one. He wants to kiss you. For those who don't know, I'm holding part. up a shy guy plush to the camera. But I really don't like Baby Yoda right now. Oh, I, I like Baby Yoda. Oh, he, yeah, has I, he, he was pretty adorable in the in the in episode ten. Devin, oh yeah, like, he's very nice. Did, like, did you like the visual of the opening of season two, like him walking down the alleyway with the like? classic style of mandalorian music that they got theme song a lot it looks nice doesn't mean it's good oh yeah i'm just saying that did you at least like the because i like that opening scene like the him walking through the town with like that like floating around no i love when right before you know everything went down baby yoda presses the thing and it closes that was a cute moment (laughs) he was just like i he was like all right i know it's coming up (laughs) it was a cute moment um but yeah i think for an for a cold opening i think it's pretty cool but um to the actual like episode when he has to go to tattooing um when i when i when i heard they were going to go back to tattooing i rolled my eyes I love Tatooine, man. It's just such a classic planet. I guess it is fan service that the planet's there, but it's also like, you know, considering well, we how the going to considering it. how the sequels never touch. They only touch Tatooine once at the very, very end, and the every 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 planet. Obviously, it's a it's a new trilogy. You need new planets and whatnot. But like, I don't know. I I, I 
I know people hate fan service, but I, I, I don't always hate it. So it's like, I, I like that we haven't seen Tatooine since, you know, just not counting the Clone Wars. We haven't seen it since, you know, Return or Revenge of the Sith. So. Um, I don't know, man. It's it wasn't Revenge of the Sith. At the very yeah, end. it was at the very end with um Luke's and, like, oh uncle. yeah Uncle Owen and Peru. Uh, Is that what their names were? Yeah, Uncle Owen and Aunt I, Peru. I kind of forget about that scene there at the is. end with Obi Wan going to take Luke there. Why? It's your favorite movie. I, I it is, but I just kind of forget about that part because like I'm I'm like. I got a heartache from all that's like conspired right before. Hey, Christian, Christian, that scene can't save you. Only my new powers can. Oh, Me and Christian have been quoting that line when Anakin is talking to Padme on Mustafar right before like Obi-Wan comes out. He's like kind of acting really delusional. He's like, love can't save you. Only my new powers can. And me and Christian lost it when we were watching it. So we just quote that all the time. We're like, we'll we'll say if blank can't save you, only my new powers can. It's hilarious. So Tatooine is like, it's like that. I I I found like a meme that like has like um, Finn going like, why does everyone want to go back to Tatooine? I was gonna, yeah. yeah. Which is just like you know we've been we've been to Tatooine so many times, and it's like one thing I didn't like about. Ray going to Tatooine was like, you know, it's the birthplace of Luke Skywalker, but it's like, or Leia, and it's like, Leia never been to Tatooine, and Luke hated Tatooine. So it's like, that is pure fan service. But what for Mandalorian, I think um, what it did right is um, for if they were, for what they did with Tatooine is like, kind of expand like the world itself. Cause like, apart from like the cantina scene, you don't, like Tatooine is really just a desert place. I mean, wait, wasn't didn't the Phantom Menace take place in Tatooine with Anakin? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Attack of the Clones, and then Anakin. Oh, so it was in like every prequel movie. But I, I actually really liked in uh, Episode Ten um, when uh, I think it was at the beginning when he was like heading back from you know the whole crate dragon thing. It's like most Isley was actually like full of people again, which is you know. We haven't seen that in forever because the last time we saw it, you know, I don't know if this is for budget reasons, but it's like almost empty. But it's like uh, when he went back, it was actually like there were people walking around and everything. It was just like, I don't know. I don't know I don't why I like for, that. I don't think it was for budget reasons. I think that was. Just was it was like maybe because it was broad daytime. I, well, no, that would make sense because people were walking around the daytime. And then, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but I don't know. I just liked it. Um. One thing that is clearly obvious is that John Favreau got a fuck ton of money for this new season. It looked like a movie, like episode nine or ten or whatever. I don't yeah, nine. nine. Yeah. Um, we'll yeah, get to no. that. I, I, I really like that moment. But, um, yeah, you can clearly tell the fucking budget is like way up. Like, because like... um. From what I remember, like each episode in um from season one is very small scaled, very, very small, very low key compared to what you would think or what you would expect from a Star Wars show. Um, but for this one, you got like the fucking crate dragon who's like going out everywhere. You got like this big location shots and it just looks more 
yeah, it does. It looks a lot more cinematic, which um, I think benefits in especially this episode. Um, I think one, one thing that uh, tickled my funny bone really um, as a filmmaker is that transition to the aspect ratio once like the once the the Tuscan Raiders like runs away we're like running away from um the crate dragon from you know from the regular like aspect ratio it's in to like pretty much kind of like an IMAX type of like look which I gotta say looks so much better than what the original aspect ratio is. I kinda wish the Mandalorian was shot like that. And um hopefully we'll get more like of those type of scenes where the screen will go will go up but um yeah hopefully they'll give yeah. us something to distract away from the shitty script okay then continue your episode nine uh chapter nine rant yeah yeah so like um, each point he mentions we're just gonna go on a long tangent for like 10 minutes and it's just like it's like the whole episode pretty much we're and that's only the that's only it. the first episode of season two. We got the <laughs> other one to talk about too. So then I have some thoughts. So then there's the part when he has to go to Tatooine, and he's like, "What the fuck? Like, where the fuck is this place?" He's like, "Even though Man Mando's spent like it's been confirmed, Mando spent a lot of time on Tatooine, and apparently he doesn't know where the fuck this place is." I don't know. He just doesn't know. Then he's an idiot. Another example of Mando being a freaking idiot in the show. I'm not saying he's smart. Maybe it's just for the audience. No, it's not for the audience. It's because John Favreau is an idiot. No, no. don't don't you uh -uh. dare. You could <laughs> uh, you could fuck with Ryan Johnson all you want. I you've pushed my buttons, but John cold. Favreau, no. You wanna you wanna go there, John? You wanna go there, Hector? You know what? You know what? All right, Christian, let's, let's watch. Let's go for it. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose, but who cares? Explain Iron Man 2. Explain The Lion King 2019. Iron Man 2 is a decent movie. It's no, it's not. I like it. I like it. Why no, it's it not. Explain, why explain Aliens and Cowboys. Never watched it. I, I, I haven't seen that. But Explain apart Daredevil. From, apart from The Lion King. Did he direct Daredevil? <laughs> the no, no, ben he, Affleck one? He, he didn't direct he, Daredevil. He was in it. Oh, yeah, he was foggy. Yeah. He was foggy? Yeah, he was Explain foggy. Zookeeper. For like a scene, for like one Ex or two scenes. Explain Zookeeper 2011 with Kevin. Zookeeper is great. <laughs> no. Don't it's fucking cool. Adam Sandler. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about Adam Sandler in this house. Explain hey, Jeepers. Why don't you talk about Adam Sandler? What the heck? Explain <laughs> Hector, explain well, I like school and I like Vicky Brown cartoon. Hey, what's the big no. deal? It's Adam Sandler. The only Adam Sandler movie we're ever going to talk about uncut gems. is un Uncut Gems. That's the only what about one. Water Boy? That's that one counts too. <laughs> I like that one. Um, no, but John Favreau, um, very much he he's very much like. I think he's a good visual storyteller. The reason why Iron Man 2 work, didn't work is because of the interference between Marvel, which is why he didn't direct Iron Man 3 because of the whole pressure or like because of the whole behind the scenes stuff in Iron Man 2. Was he uh, in Iron Man 3? Because yeah, yeah, I, haven't seen, that, I haven't seen that movie in forever. He plays Happy. Yeah, I knew he played Happy. I just don't remember Happy being in that film at all. <laughs> he got blown he, up. He, he got blown up, so he was kind of injured. 
So he was in the hospital uh, most of the movie. And then uh, Mando's insisting on taking Baby Yoda with him still, even though she he's got what's her name to babysit her. But we I need more Baby Yoda moments. No, we That's don't. Okay, I'm sorry, but how is Disney being, gonna make their money, Devin? <laughs> being cute isn't a character. I'm sorry. It's yeah, it's supposed to be. It's Mando is protecting the innocence, which is all represented in this little fella. I'm just saying, Baby Yoda is is the equivalent of having a dog in a horror movie. To basically get sympathy points for you. Yes, it works. Is that right? No, it, Baby Yoda is getting very old very quickly. I disagree. I, okay. I mean, like, I'm not gonna say that the baby. Mo- the baby Yoda moments are good, but they're getting it's getting old of baby Yoda just kinda being there. It goes from like, oh it's a baby Yoda. It was like, oh look at him. Oh, there's baby Yoda again. Do you think he should have been just a plot point for like the first couple episodes and then he, moved on? Yeah, he's basically a plot well, at this point. He's a I plot mean, Well, he is a big part okay of the show with now. Baby and, Yoda and being the Mandalorian's there. motivations. Well, like, I'm okay if he's there, but this whole, like, we have to include the cute baby Yoda moment every episode, and there needs to be, like, two or three of them. So I was going to do nothing except... They barely did it in the first, in episode nine. They had a couple moments, but it wasn't a lot. I was going to say that. I think that's my biggest worry about season two was that they were going to use a little more baby Yoda because of his popularity. Um, obviously John Favreau, if, 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 it, if Yoda was, if this thing was going to be purely marketing, then they would have marketed the shit out of it for season one, well, but they didn't. I mean, they need to do more, more with his character than be I think they will, but if they I mean, don't, then we'll, we then I'll agree with I mean, you guys. But as I far as I know, do I'm, eventually, but they're dragging out the cute part of it too much. Like, I think uh, it's cute. If they go all of season two without him doing anything but being cute, and then like the one subtle moment that they're like, oh, he's a force user. The thing they, is, I'm sure Ahsoka will sense something within him whenever she shows up. She'll be like, oh. I can tell the dynamic Favreau is trying to show. I can tell the dynamic John Favreau is trying to go with. He's trying to do like Logan and. Laura from Logan. He's trying to do Ellie and Joel from The Last of Us. He's trying kind to go slightly, them. but like Ellie and and Laura, they're both old enough to make kind of their own decisions in a sense that, you know, Ellie especially, you know. Well, I can, I can, you can compare Baby Yoda. The child is just a, a child. Like he's young. He, he, he's, he's a very, 50, he's very 50 much, years old. Yeah, 50 year old child. He's very much dependent on Mando. I'm saying he's more like Laura because Laura doesn't talk for like the first. He doesn't. She doesn't talk to. <laughs> you can talk. <laughs> he doesn't talk. God, to I love Logan, bro. The thing is, Laura had more character to her even when she didn't talk. She barely talked in Logan, and she still had a lot of character to her. Unlike Baby Yoda, I get they need. It's a baby. James Gunn knew not to. James Gunn knew, knew not to overdo Baby Groot. Baby Groot was used. For to expand on the themes of family, which each, which like for like each character, because like Gamora is very much the parental figure for Groot, but Groot also, well, she, well, Groot has Drax to like be like the goofball with, and 
Rocket's kind of his his actual dad, but his but what like Groot Baby Groot needs is like Star Lord. He needs Star Lord's attention, which is kind of his purpose in the story in terms of the story. For Baby Yoda, I think it's for um to like make is it, it he serves like man like Mando's like personal like you know personal like story. I mean like I'm I, I understand that he's there to make the Mandalorian become more wholesome and all that stuff. But yep. I don't think the Mandalorian like I like him, but he's not a good enough character to solely carry a show. That's kind of why I'm like, uh, I agree with the, when people say like the Mandalorian would not be as popular as it is without Baby Yoda. Like it would yeah, still have like a Star Wars that. fan base to watch and people would enjoy it. But, you know, it definitely was like super mainstream when Baby Yoda became popular. You know, people I know people who did not watch Star Wars that were like talking about Baby Yoda. So it's just like. That's that's why at the time when it he first showed up, Disney's biggest mistake was not having Baby Yoda merch ready for Christmas time because they didn't know Baby Yoda was going to be a hit. I know, but they should. Yeah. <laughs> but and then I guess this will be kind of another defense. Baby Yoda kind of gives Mando a lot more characteristics because, like, we don't see his we don't see his face, but we. I guess Star Wars overall is pretty good at like telling or like being able to like let us empathize with characters with mask on. We can tell what a character's feeling by the way it's filmed. And I think the Mandalorian is a pretty good example of oh, it. Oh yeah. Uh, really. cuz we don't know we don't see Mando's face at all or we don't even see him like do any like type of movements. You just see like sometimes just him like I mean all, apart from his voice all you see is just his Slow like head completely turns. cold yeah, his in his face is not like expression. It's very expressionless. So with Baby Yoda, um, with Baby Yoda, I think it helps like us under like understand Mando a lot more, or like you know see where he's coming from in terms of just like what. It's what almost like you can tell you can tell what what the uh, what the Mandalorian is thinking based on what Baby Yoda is kind of doing or his yes. his reaction because a lot of time they're they're thinking they're they're going into situations together, so they're both. They both, you know, react the same way, so you can kind of tell. Yeah, that's kind of my like defense, but like I completely understand where you're coming from, um, Christian. I agree with you um, with Baby Yoda's cuteness using being a little too much. I will say I it was refreshing for him not to take the spotlight in Chapter Nine. He was kind of just in the back seat of everything. He has his cute moments. He has this little reaction, but it's never like distracting enough for me at least for me it was never it was never like you know hey look at look at baby yoda it's just like here's baby yoda episode 10 was so bad about it um with episode 10 there's a lot of baby yoda moments but i guess like yeah. i consider that kind of a baby yoda centric episode which we haven't really had because but um for our chapter nine i'm okay with like the amount of Yoda, Baby Yoda, they used. But oh, episode nine, that that was fun. But episode ten, I didn't know. I didn't know. That one's that one's iffy. I purely like lost uh, interest in episode ten just because of Baby Yoda. Okay, for me, it's different reasons. 
for episode 10. I mean, there was other bad things, but, like, that just lessened. Like, the more Baby Yoda that went into that, it was just more like, uh, I would prefer something more important to be done with this time than him eating. Like, the fourth time he started trying to eat stuff, it's like, okay, like, I, I get it. He won't eat the egg. I don't know. That was that woman's children. <laughs> yeah, and he's just sitting here, like, every time it pans to him, it's like, trying to eat an egg. It's like, okay, I get I get it. This joke's getting old. He's like, no. No. Back to chapter nine. Devin, what other problems do you have with it? Um... So when uh when uh Mando's talking to the marshal and he's explaining how like oh yeah these bandits came in while we were celebrating the defeat of the empire I was like excuse me but Tatooine was not under control by the empire the Tatooine is under control by the huts and I don't understand how they were celebrating the huts I mean they had the empire on Tatooine though that was but the huts allowed the empire on the empire had no control over Tatooine yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Well, that there's just a, there's a complete power struggle with both Jabba and the Empire no longer being pieces in the in the game. It's still and, but, uh, about the by the time you know Return of the Jedi it, had ended. So if if in the but if it was in like the New Hope, like if the Empire had control over Tatooine, they would have ships and ships like on tatooine but they don't have control over it so it doesn't make sense that they would be celebrating the empire's defeat because the empire had nothing to do with them well, well i mean no, no one likes the empire so they're just that, celebrating just for the sake of celebrating i yeah i didn't like that like the mercenaries were taking over because the empire fell that was a little just like well it would make sense empire, though. i mean Power it makes struggle. sense I thought but, it was kind of funny. but like the empire like Devin said, the Empire did not really affect Tatooine. They could have walked, and it felt like Moss Pelga was very far away from everything else. So if they really wanted Moss Pelga, they could have just taken Moss Pelga at any time they really wanted to. I mean, you it's, not, set up a story it's a very small place, and it's like if you really want Moss Pelga, just go take Moss Pelga. I don't think the Empire is going to stop you. I doubt Jabba the Hutt really cares. No. It's very small. It's a really... It feels like... It felt like it was a very irrelevant place in the grand scheme of... uh, Tatooine. But... Um, I did like the idea of like, yay, we're done, the Empire. Is gone. Then immediately, you were, you it was immediately. <laughs> I thought it was oh, funny that... when the miners were like, we're, "It's like, hey, this is our town now." <laughs> they they were just waiting fun. outside the door. They're letting everyone watch the Death Star explode. They're like, "Okay, three, two, one, out. three, two, now." <laughs> but then when the marshal comes back, I still don't accept that eight dudes running away from one guy makes any sense. That was a little. Fun. That was a little iffy. Think of it as like a fucking western it's show. Just, it's just goofy, man. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not. I got to overthink people, everything. So people, that shot with um the marshal like shooting that missile to to Iron the, Man callback. 
Yeah. Uh, I I didn't. It, it kind of came across my mind, but I just saw a tweet that like compared it. And I'm like, okay. I don't really think it was necessarily a call. It could have been because John Favreau, but but well, uh, I wasn't sure. But then I found out John Favreau directed the episode, and I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I kind of wish he. Uh, actually, it would have been really. Uh, <laughs> it would have been really cliche if he did this. So I'm kind of glad they didn't. But you know how uh, when Iron Man did it, he like walked away slowly. Like I yeah. just imagine if the Marshal would have done that too. It probably would have looked really cheesy and you know, but still. Oh, I love cheesy. That, if he did do cool. that, then you would know 100% it was a callback. Hmm. Yeah, but it, it was kind of a cool moment. But um, I guess I want to ask everyone, what do you guys think of the portrayal of the Tusken Raiders? I hated it. Gave them some character development. <laughs> I'm with Keanu. Keanu, you're speaking my language, man. Dude, we agree on so much of the same stuff. It's weird. It's like us two versus Devin and sometimes Christian. I like like Tusken Raiders. I don't, I mean, I felt like they were kind of in line with how they normally are. I kind of, it felt weird to like, for them to be more focused on. I was a little iffy on it, but, um. I mean, I like them. Well, for me, um, as a very casual Star Wars fan, the only like Tusken Raiders I've seen is just like from the original, the original film. Yeah, and they're, you know, they're just these brutal, brutal race of people. And then say Anakin, like we also saw him just completely slaughter them because they had tortured his mom. So they've only ever been portrayed as like these savages, savages. But uh, it was nice to see that, you know, while they are like even Mando said, yes, they're raiders, yes, they're whatever, but you know, they've they've lived here forever. And they remember they called a truce between them and the townspeople is like as long as you don't kill us first, you know, as yeah. long as well, you know, they the Tuscan Raiders won't kill them unless they the the town people provoke it, you know. It was very just, much a um settlers and um native yeah. natives basically. Um, and also I find it kind of funny like now I don't feel comfortable saying sand people because now it sounds like you're saying a slur to them <laughs> instead of actually because now I'm yeah. calling them Tusken Raiders because back then I used to call them sand people because that's really well, even, even Ben Kobe called them sand people he's like yeah I'm pretty sure but now I'm now I'm like now I, I don't know why but I'm now I'm used to saying Tusken Raiders because I so, say both I started caring I just so like Tuscan saying, Raiders have been civilized, and it's just out, out of going out of its way to make Anakin more of a badder guy because he slaughtered a whole village. Well, they're not. They're not saying they're no, more civilized. Stop! 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 Because Anakin, Anakin's a fucking murderer. Stop! 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 Okay. So, so Anakin goes out of his way to murder a bunch of groups, and so not only not only did they torture his mother, but they brutalized the guy's leg. And they're out. The show is trying to tell us that oh, they're they're actually not that bad. They're not so bad. And they're called Tuscan Raiders for a reason. They raid villages. They shoot up pod racing things and kill people for that. Uh, and now they have some civilized language. And well, it's not, civilized again, it's not that they're civilized. It's just that they're. They're, At least that group of Tuscan readers are like. It's like they're, they're uh, you know, no one, no one understands them ex- or, you know, except Mando and other people who might speak the Tuscan Raider language. And it's just like, uh, it's like, yeah, the movies portray them as like these these bad people, and they still kind of are. But it's like, 
it was know, nice they, they, they came together to find a common enemy yeah. being the crate dragon i'm not saying like they're like redeemable now but i'm just no. saying like it was nice that these these groups of like creatures it's not just I, black and white to where they're evil it's like no they're just a you know they're different a group of people that live here they're way longer than you know than underst I, I don't know if this is true but you know you could theoretically say that they've they've lived there longer than any of the settlements there you know so i can't confirm or deny that but it's just like uh i'd be willing to say i'd I'd agree with you on that. They probably yeah. live there than longer than most other groups of people have. Yeah, they're probably the native species. Yeah, I mean, I just think it makes the Tuscan Raiders look smarter. The fact that they're willing to settle an agreement to take out something that's more meaningful. I love the use of sign language when talking to them actually yeah uh, i remember they i am from i read that um they use like i get i don't get like, how to make you the actual sign language they're what? they're out they're literally like destroying the history of tuscan raiders like known yeah, history. Devin, you're and, thinking way yeah. too hard about the bad guy they're making anakin even more of a bad guy no they're not, they're really not <laughs> There's, there's no, there's no difference between the raiders that he killed and the ones that uh, the freaking show shows. Yes, yes, there is. No, there isn't. Show me a difference. Devin. One of the, they try to, their, their focus, their focus uh, is on taking down the Kree dragon. The that, that's <laughs> the difference. That is not the difference. That is okay, Devin. And and somehow the language works on their dogs. That's uh, kind of weird. I will say I don't understand that the fact that he might have used like settling calls that that you know how some people were like you know like stay bad you know uh sit you know that he might have done that kind of stuff to them to ease um, them and the things like oh they can I I don't know I can oh once again that's that's I can counteract that and say well I I'm not I can't just go up to any person's dog and be sit and stay and they'll immediately be not hostile to me but you know i think that might have been what they were going for i'll i'll tell you the grievances i had with the tuscan raiders i did not like the fact that the one dropped the bomb and the dude called them stupid or something yeah that was a little too on the nose like why are you trying to make them look goofy but then again it's also under that could happen in real life someone could drop them uh too. I did and not like course, the fact you know, that there's the clash the ma- between the groups. Yeah, I mean, it kind of made the Tuscan Raiders kind of look a little bit more like, yeah, we really don't care about working with you, but uh, you could tell Boy. that the townspeople were the ones that needed it more than they did from the looks of it. Uh, I did not like the fact Whoa. that. Like, I want to know why the Mandalorian knows how to talk to them. Oh, yeah, I was that's, I was going to say that. Like, how did he know? But he didn't speak that the frog lady's language. He's like, I don't know what you're saying. I thought he was just kind of this master interpreter at this point, like C-3PO. <laughs> so, um, which I'm glad he's not, because, like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm okay with him just, like, and then the being good at some he... things, being really bad at other things. Yes. I'm I mean, okay I with it. You could say he learned from the people that he was sitting with when he was traveling to yeah, Mos- I like that moment. That was kind of a cute moment. I 
like I like it, but I don't because I mean that doesn't really fit in with a. I feel like if the Tuscan Raiders just saw him, they'd try and kill him and not be like, oh yeah, let's camp together. But, I just well, want to see Mando uh, cooperating with them somehow because like they're both like each of them are like you know on their own like they're survivors essentially. Maybe I just want to see what he looks like speaking that language without the helmet, <laughs> just like his face. <laughs> I can imagine it. <laughs> Pedro Pascal just making a bunch of faces. You know, it's weird. You know, we saw his, his face once in the show, and then we know what he looks like. His his voice does not match him. <laughs> I can't I can't look at him and, <laughs> and hear the Mandalorian. I don't know why. Because they use like a filter with his yeah voice for the helmet, also. obviously. Yeah, that's why he sounds like very different. But, or it doesn't uh, sound like you know Pedro Pascal. Yeah, it's actually, it's like Din Djarin. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like I understand how Devin can be mad about how they're somewhat civilized. I feel like you might be taking it a step too far, but a step too far when there's already been written history about Tuscan Raiders and John Favreau just wants to wreck on that. That's fine. Is it? Is it canon? Yeah, can you let creators do their own thing? Just uh, this isn't his do... thing, though. This isn't his thing, though. Just that is let true. Do his thing. It's Disney's thing now. Yes, uh, it's Disney's. And Disney hired him to to write but, a story. Uh, I mean, let yes, Ryan Johnson it's... be Ryan Johnson. Let John Favreau be John Favreau. Let it's Ryan be. Johnson can stay out of this. <laughs> uh, it's not in correlation, like. 100% with the rest of Tuscan Raiders. But I mean, it's not too far out of the realm of possibility that the Tuscan Raiders would work together to defeat a creature with humans. I, I thought mean, it was hilarious when they it's got funny a, seeing them run. Like, they got a whole lot of food out of it. So, I mean, I hope yeah. it doesn't spoil. It's a lot of meat. I mean, my my thing about okay, uh, I'll point out something with the Mandalorian is um, I don't know if if like frogs exist in Star Wars, but you know how like he called the lady like a frog lady. It's like well, we haven't seen frogs in Star Wars, have we? And the <laughs> caption says "frog lady." When I had the captions on for the show, did it really? Yeah. Yeah. So he's wow. just, she says a frog. So like, do like I know that's for us, but like with him when he says like you know I don't speak frog or whatever, it's like wait, do frogs now exist? In the Last Jedi, they often are. There's times where like Ray or Rose refer to someone as like a snake. So snakes yeah. are in Star Wars. It's weird, but essentially I, mean, I get it. I'm sure like, you know with hundreds cares? of planets, there's. I don't care <laughs> if humans uh, can exist. I'm sure then whatever. But like, but I, don't I mean. Know. I guess the way the Tuscan Raiders were wouldn't be my ideal vision if they were going to bring them into Mandalorian. But I mean, it wasn't a bad portrayal of them. What do you think you would have like done with them, or like how would you like to see them portrayed as? I don't or... know. I'd them. I mean, I'd rather them be more uh, hostile. I would have rather him had to try and protect the village from Tuscan Raiders or something like that instead of the working with them or something. I mean, I get what Devin's saying about how they're 
how Star Wars has put them in the they're bad and they like and they just pillage people kind of like Vikings. Well, um well, Tuscan. True, there was something remember have, like... that the, the Mandalorian said to uh to the marshal um where he was like, you know, he just made a subtle little thing where I mentioned that uh like the townspeople or like all these settlements like take their water and like kind of they just made that up for the show but it's like you know that makes sense though it makes more sense that they're more like vikings where they just take what they can't get themselves i mean i like tuscan raiders they're probably one of my favorite races that star wars has i think they're cool uh uh This might sound weird, but I mean, if they did a show where it was just following around Tuscan Raiders, <laughs> it was a comedy. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, not like a very long show or something, maybe like a one season, eight episodes. Like, I think I could get down to that. Like, give me a little Tuscan Raider action. Screw it. Look, I'm just going to say, you know, I think we can all agree or I don't know about Devin, but, you know, when uh, the Krayt Dragon eats the eats the Tuscan Raider instead of the the, oh, that was hilarious! That was hilarious. Yeah, where he's like running, where he's running. He like trips and stuff, and I'm just like, oh, it's, it's hilarious. I felt so bad. It was so funny. It was so funny. I actually I watched it with um with my dad and my brother. We were we were just howling with laughter. It was fucking hilarious. That was like pure comedy gold. But um, at the same time, I felt bad for him. I was like, oh no, don't eat it, don't eat him. But um, it was. I mean, like you know, the themes of working together, teaming up. I like that stuff. No matter how cheesy it is, I enjoy it. So seeing, you know, the townspeople and the Tuscan Raiders um, team up, it's it's just, you know, it kind of gets me a little giddy. You know, I, I get a little, I get very excited for this stuff. You know, it's like you know, Star Wars is. It, it reminded me of like how fun Star Wars can be mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, but like I would say, the set piece. Okay, so once they like gather everyone and everyone's going with the plan of going. <laughs> And blowing up the belly of the great dragon. Did anyone else find it weird that, it was, or find it kind of funny that the marshal and Mandalorian and Mando are just standing there while everyone's working their ass off, you know, sacrificing their own lives to stop this? <laughs> we dragon. organized this. You guys put in the work. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, all these all I these townspeople. You know, they're just you know they got their different jobs. There's like a little town, and they're like, oh, by the way, you're all gonna go fight this giant beast. Yeah, and let's just let's just ignore the fact that Mando wants to keep Baby Yoda at a distance with it too. I mean, the, the baby needs to be safe, man. Yeah, yeah. Should have left her with the fucking weirdo woman with her droids. I love her. I love that character, and I love her droids. I'm a, I'm a little. You see, R, you see that? How, how about that R four callback? R four callback. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was. That's another fan service thing, but it's like not too in your face. Like, yeah, uh, it's just awful because that was the droid that blew up, right? When, yeah, yeah. good to see he's still vibing. R four is the reason why Star Wars happened, but um, like, was it R four? What was his name? R four. Was it R four? Because I remember, wasn't Obi One's droid named R four? I don't know, but you're you're talking to a very casual Star Wars fan. Yeah, Christian. Yes, uh, his, his droid was R4. Okay, is, is it just two R4s then? 
I mean, there can be many R4 units. True. I'm, like I'm overthinking it, sorry. But <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not like the best person to talk about that type, like those type of small, mm. small details. Um, but for me, like for a casual Star Wars fan, that's not like a such that's not like such an obvious call fan service. I don't so, even feel like, like it's obvious. I didn't that was an error. Yeah, I, I, I didn't I, know it till later on. I was like, uh, I saw people point out. I was like, oh wait, that was that droid. And I, I mean, I, like I lied. I actually knew it. I knew it because I it looked recognizable. And she did, and she said like, don't blow up like last time. I was like, okay, that's that thing that blew up in front of. Luke. Wait, did she really <laughs> say that? Yeah, she said. Oh, that. so it like, like normally blows a, up. Yeah, it was a it was a throwaway line. Well, that specifically that droid. I, I'm okay, guessing. I didn't. I didn't even hear that. But yeah, that's such a throwaway line. So it's not, like if you, it's a catch and you miss it, basically, kind of. So if you're like an avid Star Wars fan, or if you're just you just know that stuff, like yeah, mm-hmm. cool, you got it. I, but I if you're honest. just casually watching it, it just goes over your head. Right. I, I wasn't paying too much attention to that myself. Well, now you know. I did. R four. The thing that made Star Wars happen was just right there. No, the uh, thing that made Star Wars happen was Anakin. I'm talking about the original dumbass. I remember there was a really dumb thing in the uh, in the Legends. I don't think it was even canon in Legends, but I, it could have been. I don't know. Is that that R four unit or whatever was force sensitive, and he purposely blew himself up. <laughs> I remember reading a comic about that online, like seeing about it. I was like, oh my god, that's so dumb. I love Jar Binks is the reason Star I'm sorry, Wars little happened. one. I'm sorry. Um, Darth Jar Jar, bro. The leaving Baby Yoda in the distance of a crate dragon. Really stupid of Mando. And uh, they didn't use all their explosives. Luckily. No, they didn't. <laughs> Why didn't Mando have to go inside the crate dragon to blow it up? Because we that wouldn't have that. We wouldn't have that cool shot of him coming out of it. True. Yeah. But still, it's, the rule of cool only works if it's logical. That is true. I did not. No. I, I was kind of like. Sometimes you can have like, some dumb fun. That no, was pure no. dumb fun. I will agree with Devin on this. Which one, one will be more exciting? Which one was more engaging? I don't well, care. What you could have. Why are you such a Spock, no, man? Stop, Why do you stop, have to be such a Spock? Hector, shush, shush. Okay. Okay, so what you could have is Mando just like, he's like, he's sitting there with the, the, the what you call it, the bantha, and then he comes, he moves to the side, he like, he whoosh, takes the bantha, it comes, then it goes underground, he feels the ground shaking, he goes up and he just hits the button, and you see the Crete dragon exploding while he's in the air. Because the thing is, there's there's a different if it would have made it would have made sense if Mando was like in the air and like the crate dragon just closed its mouth around him, but Mando was on the ground. That amount of pressure going down because the crate dragon went underground with him. The, that amount of pressure would have put it flattened. It's Mando. Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, physics don't even, need to be realistic when you I'm got people who can float things it. with their hands. So, so yeah. <laughs> Keanu, you like you like the uh, you like the Holdo maneuver, right? Oh no! Fuck! I was hoping you say yes. Uh, <laughs> I was like, please I say mean, yes. Please say. I love that moment. I mean, that's I'm, pure. That's just pure like fun for me. I'm not that thinking. It should have been Admiral Akbar that did it. No. Yes. Yeah. Because they just said Admiral Akbar ship went down. Oh my god! The original trilogy character dead I, now. Out of nowhere. It doesn't make sense, but at least it was a cool character. Nobody likes Holdo. I do. Um, yeah, it no. should have been uh, 
at Akbar that did it. That would have been cool. Cool little send off. Uh, like I know he I, wasn't a major character, but it still would have been cooler. True, I, but like, it, w- it doesn't. But it won't make sense in terms of the theme. Yeah, sorry, Christian. What were you saying? Uh, I was just gonna say I agree with Devin about the whole like Mando getting a swallow, not to the degree of like he went underground. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Why would you sit there and purposely get swallowed up by the dragon? I mean, I, he had plenty of time just to for, feel yeah. something. <laughs> Like I mean, it it just makes him look stupid. Like why do you, why would you purposely get swallowed when you did not have to? And 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 it seems like both Mando and the the Marshal were both literally trying to miss the, the crate dragon's eye. Are they that bad at aiming? Oh yeah, I, I thought that was hilarious. I'm like I'm waiting for them to shoot them in the and shoot it in the eye. I'm like get it, bro. They let's be honest. Aim. When that crate dragon went up in the air, went up in that mountain and started spewing acid all over everybody, <laughs> that was hilarious. Why is that hilarious? <laughs> because <laughs> we saw them all running, <laughs> just <laughs> burning to death. Before you talk about it, the funnier it gets. <laughs> exactly, it's hilarious. Fuck, this is all fucking Mando's plan. It's like it everyone's just... gonna be safe. It, his head like, just turning. It just busts like, through, and his head just starts turning like a, uh, like, like a sprinkler, how- just killing everything. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they try to make up for like mistakes back in season one, like. Mando immediately goes like, oh, I have a ship. I can blow, just blow it from the air. And then they're like, no, you'll feel the vibrations in the ground. But like when Mando could like park his, he could park his ship like on a rock plateau and just wait. And just... Oh, um... But no, they don't they, think that. Didn't they say that whole, that the crate dragon was in? Didn't they say it was that whatever those, I can't remember what they're called, but the thing that Boba Fett got eaten by? Didn't they say that was a hole from one of those? Yeah, yeah. it was a like pick hole. Yeah. I thought that, I didn't realize the Starlax could get, like, I thought it had to be, like, in, like, down. I didn't realize it could be in down. I, I yeah, can like, really I see what you meant. Like, I was kind of thinking about that, too. Yeah, because that, like, that was just, like, a hole. Like, they just, like, went out into the open desert, and there's, like, a hole, and it was, like, a Starlax pit. Yeah, it was a cave. I honestly was expecting the Alaskan bullworm to appear. <laughs> I honestly was. I, mean, <laughs> I was like, no, cool. that. I actually thought that was that was what was going to happen. I was, they're going to be like, oh yeah, we killed it, and I'm like, and then like Mando or like, the Marshal will be like, it's no, big that's, and hairy that's... and pink. No, it's like that's the tongue. <laughs> and it just shows the whole entire fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> It's nobody else kind of I, I hope they do explain it but i hope they just don't be like uh when he meets Django, he's gonna be uh you found my arm thanks you mean boba boba sure Django is better but boba i i agree with the Django comment we I haven't like gotten him. enough of boba there would have been it would have been really cool to maybe see a tv show with him or something they did but announce they're gonna do a mini series with him yeah really like, like a yeah like a tv mini series yeah 
I just hope they don't go like when Mando made some music of it. Uh, thanks for my armor. Just that. But that's I don't it. think he'll care. No, I think there'll be I'll, conflict. I'll, I'm going to want him to explain why he ditched his armor. He lost it because apparently the marshal didn't even do need to do any work on it. It still works fine. Well, clearly, like as you can see, well, like he well, must have gotten out of the him. Sarlacc pit and lost his armor like really quickly after he fell in. Because remember, uh, um. After the Death Star exploded, the the people attacked, and then Marshall went out into the desert, found the armor in the Jawa thing, which was theoretically the same year as Return of the Jedi. So it's also very luckily that the Marshall didn't like die. Jet, the Marshall didn't die after Mando hit his jetpack because he could have gone. I like that little callback to the uh, malfunction, though. I like that little callback to where he just hit it and he just. Like, that was funny. Oh, okay, Boba Fett, where? <laughs> what the? Ah, uh, that's what he says. This is the last words. <laughs> also, escaping the Sarlacc would make much more sense if George Lucas didn't put the 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 Sarlacc like mouth. Like you know, it used to be just a gaping <laughs> hole with teeth, but he made a freaking mouth come up. And it's like, how do you <laughs> escape like, that? Oh. It makes so much more sense. You can escape a hole like that, but you can't escape a mouth. Oh, George. You work oh, in so Joe, many ways. Oh, George, you silly guy. You work in so many ways. That was so funny. I love it. I love it. I don't like Boba Fett at all. I don't give a shit about him. But just his death is, like, honestly the funniest the, death I've ever uh, seen. I saw uh, this. It's probably, like, very much just coincidence and not true. But I remember reading somewhere uh, that that Darth Vader wanted Boba Fett as his right-hand man because since he's, like... A Jango Fett clone technically sounded like Rex, but I'm just like, as as awesome that that would be, that's not true. Just that's really Darth pushy. Vader forgot all of about Anakin Skywalker. He uh, didn't, didn't I am care. happy that they did get the actor back. Um, the Perfect. guy that plays Jango, I'm glad they got him back though. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that was kind of cool. Well, he's a clone; like, he had to be him. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm glad he's yeah. back. I'm just, it's good to see him again because I I miss him. Yeah, I I didn't recognize him because of like the no eyebrows. Yeah, no eyebrows. So I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" I and guess like, the Sarlacc oh. pit, like ass, maybe. Yeah, but um, that's the thing that they say, like, why he may have had to also off is because it was like sticking to him because of acid. Yeah. Also, my other take, um, I do, I, I do stand by the Marshal should replace Mando in the show. I think it should just be like a sidekick, bro. He'd be awesome. Nah, I, I want to see so... more of them two together. I know yeah. you hate Mando, you fuck, but um, he's boring. But some of us he's don't. So he is we so need, boring. We need, we need, we need, we need a Hispanic representation. I'll star on the show. I mean, you're not, you're not Hispanic. Mando just needs so something to work off. <laughs> Me, <of that laughs> okay, an actual Hispanic. If they get okay, I will agree. It would it would probably make better if they he joined Mando. He'd be like he could like do the one quip and like Mando could like react like the one word. He'd be like, Fuck I would off like that. Or something. Also, he couldn't start the show because he's not a Mandalorian. Still, he could just he they changed the name. They changed the show name to the Marshal. <laughs> the mo like the most reaction you get like you get from Mando. He goes like, No, don't do that. Stop it. You can't do that. He's like spit it out. Because he doesn't know how to talk to a child. He's just. I'm. He's just so boring. Well, that's why they need another character. Because you can't interact with Baby Yoda, but so much. And yet, like he barely speaks to like the like anybody else that travels with him. Hey man, maybe Frog Lady will be a recurring character. I hope not. 
Like they just need to give. You want to know what have made Chapter Ten good? You know, uh, you you know what have made it good? If made me say ten out of ten show. If Mando more just Baby like, Yoda. No, no. If, <laughs> if if Mando just grabbed Baby Yoda by the head and started trapping him. Jesus. <laughs> he's just like he's just like stop stop moving. It's just like the shit. Baby Yoda in the back on Hector's couch, like huh? <laughs> I just held him under, just. Whoop. He's like, you got me into this. <laughs> My life was normal. <laughs> yeah, every like good side character that they've had, they're just like, no, you're not coming back. Well, bro. they're gonna bring Whoa. back uh, Cara Dune and that. Well, I forgot his name. The the bounty hunter guy, like the guy that gave him the jobs. Yeah. they're bringing yeah, them I'm, back, and I like them. I like them as a trio. I'm I'm saying, like I said it before, they need to have a Scooby gang, like in Buffy. They need a Scooby gang. I think they're gonna do that later on, like. They need to they need to hurry up and do it because I am getting dead tired of Mando. (laughs) Stay tuned next time in episode three. It's it's different because like it it, it's different because like you have even though it's not a I don't think it's like the best show ever, but like I think Geralt's so much like the stoic like he works with the stoicness like uh, maybe that's just Henry Cavill, but. He just works with oh, the stuff. Travel man, as gear up. Uh, oh. And Daredevil, you got Matt Murdock, Foggy Nelson, and Karen Page. They're a trio. Matt Murdock has charisma, though. I think Matt. Yeah, like, that's the, yeah, that's kind of not a fair comparison. Yeah. Oh, it's Matt, definitely not. I just love the show, and I got to talk I, about. I, it. I kind of I like. I, I like the dynamic with Matt Murdock and Foggy and all of them. That's oh, uh, yeah. that's that's completely different from Mando. Uh, oh, for sure. I just I just love it and had a, had needed a reason to talk about it. You know, uh, I, I feel like you could compare the Mandalorian and the Witcher, kind of. Well, I mean, I feel like I've never watched the Witcher. I think you can. I think it's pretty good lineup, except you know, Siri talks. Yeah, because she's a child. And Yennefer, but Baby Yoda is a fucking <laughs> and, baby. No, they call it the child. Shut up, Hector. <laughs> He's oh, fifty. You, you just said it's a, the child. She's She's an child. elderly oh. infant. But, but but I'm saying like Geralt is like Geralt is made stoic, but somehow he's more entertaining than Mando, who's not made stoic. Yeah, you know what they should have done because the Witcher fucks. That Mandalorian that had the uh like turret gun or whatever I don't know what they're called necessarily. You know the the other. One sec. But uh, uh, Keanu to explain it a little quick. Uh, the Witcher, uh, Geralt, Geralt is uh, he's mu- he's made by mutations and he's like enhanced, but like it mm-hmm. strips his emotions, so he can't be ha- like he's never really like expressive a lot. So he just yeah. like I talk like this and that's it. But he still right. like has like really good moments. Mm-hmm. There's like some like like funny moments where like he just goes fuck. He just, he just says, I, I saw like a compilation of it. Yeah. Of saying that. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually pretty funny. I've, I'll give the Watcher a shot because I, I really like Henry Cavill. Okay. But uh, what I was saying is they should have taken that Mandalorian with that big gun in the beginning and they should, instead of like killing him off or whatever, they should have made him a travel companion. 
He needs like some other Mandalorian to work off of, because I know it's the Mandalorian, and you're gonna have to. Anybody else that can talk would be very welcomed. Yes, that I, I do agree. Cause, cause, I need him to have chemistry with somebody. I I can't do like I can't be just be going off alone. Cause Geralt had dandelion had Yaskier with him on those some those few episodes. Yaskier, is a very good character. Geralt had Yaskier, and that was like nice because they're like completely opposites, and it kind of fit. If you guys know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, which is a good segue to chapter uh, was it chapter ten? Yeah, the frog or the passenger. I do want. Uh, I'm. I'm thinking about because I mean I'm assuming they're probably going to do a eight. Do y'all know if it's confirmed like a eight episodes again? Um, I, think I don't are. know. I think it's eight, but I can look it up if you want. Because I'm just sitting here thinking, and they have, they're going to have, I mean, I'm assuming, because they're not going to go this whole season and not have Boba and Mandalorian meet, more than likely, because fans will probably have a fit. Ahsoka's confirmed. They're saying Ezra's more than likely going to be in it. And then there's, like, the possibility I would love that. Ezra better not be in the show. That That would destroy Devin. There's the possibility that they're saying Captain Rex might be in. If you're adding, well, why not? But that'd be cool. He'd be just really old, like his with his age acceleration. He'd be like like eighty or ninety, so he could probably barely walk. But but Ezra's pretty much confirmed, so you're gonna have to. I have never. I did. I have not read that anywhere though. I mean, it's yeah. not confirmed, confirmed, but there's like a lot of heavy speculation. Because he would be like near yeah. adult level at that point. But yeah, like, guess like twenty five or so. As a as a casual yeah. Star Wars fan, I don't. He would, I don't think anyone will know like what Ezra is. Rebels, Rebels runs up right to the time, like right before they start the Endor invasion, so he wouldn't be too old. Yeah, he'd only, he'd only be like seven years old. He'd be like twenty. Does part of Rebels take place in between the the Galactic Civil War? Like, I know a lot of it took place in between three and four, but does it ever go over just a little bit? I don't think oh, so. It goes. I know. I know. It, sh- it talks about Endor. Like the very end of the very last scene is like after the Battle of Endor. Ahsoka and yeah. Sab- Sabine are going to go find Ezra. Yeah, but like right before that scene, they capture Lothal, and then like the Lothal push within like the next six months they take indoor so the yeah. show runs i know captain like rex was one. on indoor that's canon now but um if they plan on putting all these characters into the mandalorian this season and they have five episodes left to do it it'll feel really rushed maybe or six episodes my bad yeah, it's gonna feel rushed, and it's gonna and then not necessarily so- if they if they they only have them for one episode, like Ahsoka. If yeah. she's only a one episode person, it'll be fine. I feel like uh, I feel like Ahsoka is probably gonna be like a character that they bring in for like season the last three, probably three, four. Uh, no, she's gonna be in this season. Well, I know that, but like I know yeah. that, but like in the future, but, I, I, yeah, it might either be like the last three fourths of the last episode, or it's gonna be like a very end of a one episode one whole episode or something yeah 
Um, then it's gonna be, like, is he going to be the reason she finds Ezra? Is that what they're going to And then they still have the whole Moth Gideon thing that they have to do. It's like, y'all have, like, so much stuff that y'all have to do. I will forgive this entire show if Mando just shoots Ezra right in the head. Why do you hate Ezra so much? Because he's such a useless, annoying, piece of pathetic character. My only thing is, it's just, like, even if Ezra were to show up, it's like, I can't get too excited because I know in the sequels, like, the Jedi still are not around. Ezra clearly didn't leave any sort of impact. Throughout the, the last entire, Jedi, if Ezra was alive throughout this whole thing, it just raises the question: Why? If, what was so more important than the Empire and you not helping? No. You? Maybe Ben Solo no, killed maybe. Ezra at Luke's New Jedi Order. He better. Yeah, how he slaughtered everyone. Maybe he slaughtered Ezra somehow. No. Luke killed all the other students and went to go kill Ben. Well, I mean. I'm actually kind of interested in an Ezra storyline, believe it or not. I like Ezra. He's a cool character. I'll never watch I, I don't, He grew really on me for sure. He grew on me for sure. I mean, in the beginning of Rebels and like all the way up to like... It was very much a kid show in the first show, season. I was like, Ezra <laughs> is a bad don't character. But then... then, then the towards back, like, huh? Huh? What? I think Devin's losing his mind. <laughs> Look, <laughs> he sounds like Anakin talking to Padme on Mustafar. He's just trying to. <laughs> and Ezra's basically comedy levels, just like look, look at the fat man, and then what? Chopper. And then there's something, there's something, <laughs> cool. there's something cool. There's something cool going on. It cuts to Ezra, and he's just what mess. He's just jerking off with Chopper. <laughs> okay, okay, All okay. Right, let's. I did not. I did not. He's like, watch this, that. Chopper. He's gonna, I'm gonna oil you up real good. Ezra, Ezra what up, guys? I'm Keanu here. Comics. I talk about comic books and not this stuff. I'm gonna come. <laughs> I thought. I thought Ezra was a good character. Like after when he when he got his haircut. <laughs> when Kanan died, I thought he became a better character. Kanan died like the episode before the finale, didn't he? Oh, well, then maybe a few episodes before, like, probably. Right, like, like towards the end of the show, he was getting good, and then he made the sacrifice and it was like, oh, you're ending the show now. It's like, okay. I thought Ezra was a good character, character when he didn't exist. I think Rebels would have been better if it was in Clone Wars animation. I don't like the animation all that much. And nasty looking friggin' lightsabers. lightsabers are like yeah, the the little, little chopsticks. It's but, disgusting oh. to look at. I hate it. Anakin Skywalker, he is so oh, look Yoda. Yoda, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Obi-Wan looks Lando. good. What they did to Hondo, I mean Hondo? God. Hondo, yeah. Wait, who's Hondo? Obi-Wan looks good. Ben Kenobi. He, you oh. never watched Clone Wars, so you don't know who no, I don't. Hey, I knew oh. a Jedi. Oh, I sounded that sounded like Watto actually. Uh, <laughs> a Jedi! A Jedi! Oh! Uh, Disney, if you need a voice actor for Watto, I'm your guy. But, if you uh, need an actor to play Watto, I can play a fat Jewish fly guy. If you want someone to kill Baby Yoda, I'm your guy. <laughs> but, talk, the, the rest of the episode is going to be me talking like Watto. Hey, Keanu Comics! Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> uh, I'm Ray Skywalker. <laughs> I I'm Ray happens. Skywalker. Uh. I want to see what happens to Ezra though. After they, I just want to see how he ended. Once again, he had no pro. He obviously didn't mean too much in the sequels. So, 
I mean, we like, know Ahsoka's I, dead by then, so like let's... that is true. But like, I'm just interested to see what happens. Like, like him and like him stuff. and Thawne just being somewhere in the unknown regions. Oh, what if what if he started the First Order, Ezra? <laughs> <laughs> he was Snoke. Him and Thrawn actually became good friends, good buddies. While they were gone, well, I kind of, I, I would kind of like to think that they, if they end up having to survive together, they might. Because there was like a thing in Rebels where, uh, where the agent guy I forgot his name, and then Zeb, I think Callus. that was his name, Agent Callus. Callus, and then what's his name, Zeb? Yeah, they they were forced yeah. to like survive together, and then he eventually ended up. Callus was like a spy. Yeah, and he got to understand. They got to understand each other. Maybe that would kind of happen with. Uh, well, Thrawn and Ezra. They're thinking about doing an Ezra and Thrawn live action show, which I'm kind of like, do you have to make a live uh, action? No. I, I, would, I would just be cool if it was like a book or comic book. Alright, let's get back to chapter 10. need a show for everything. Chapter 10. Chapter yeah. 10. Uh, you guys went way off topic. As the co-host, we need to get back on topic. But, because of what you guys are saying, um... Wait till season three and season four because they confirmed that they're doing a season three and a season yeah. four Mandalorian. So we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. So we they're have to hammering us. Yes, giving us so much. We're stuff. giving. We're 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 focusing on Avatar two, three, and four before even Avatar two comes out. But what about seven? We gotta wait. What about seven? We gotta know what happens at seven. Hector, I Whoa. told you, I'm more focused on Avatar fifty. Fuck. You're on 50? I'm on what about one and a half? Bro. Avatar one and a half. <laughs> I'm ready for right. Avatar 2000. Why stop at 50? <laughs> Chapter 10. The Passenger. So, there was a naked frog in this episode. Oh, and yes. So, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she, like, grabbed her with her tongue. <laughs> Mando had sex with a frog this episode. Wow. Wow, I really want to watch it. Bestiality? Wow, Jesus Star Wars. <laughs> wow, you got Christian's attention when he said bestiality. <laughs> Christian's attention. <laughs> no, Christian was like, a show about a Mandalorian, you got my attention. A show about a Mandalorian having sex with a frog, you have my erection. <laughs> Cancel Devin. He has an erection. Devin is diet Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I'm just saying. Those spiders, okay, though. So the spiders in that episode. Okay, so man, head with the gun three times in a row, and it doesn't phase him at all. That's what it's I was talking about way earlier with the armor. It's just bing. It's just like, but when you got like you know military armor, it's just like ah, they're dead. It's like yeah, how, how, how does Mendo die? <laughs> he doesn't. How does how does Baby Yoda survive that crash? I'm sorry. How does oh, Baby when he like fell and was like, I did uh, when he was like you know rolling when around they, in the dirt. Yeah, they messed up his. I'm sorry, Baby Yoda should have snapped his neck on landing. <laughs> Somehow Baby Mandalorian just, just blown like, up. <laughs> Mandalorian like does a front flip and lands on his feet. Well, didn't he use his jetpack to like control himself or something? I don't know. It a looked like bit, he just yeah. like he just got lucky and flipped on his feet. No, look, I think I remember, like, him using a jet, his jetpack to, like, stop him. Yeah. I think you remembered wrong, Christian. Maybe I did.
Yeah, but no, he just it makes no difference. Why? Why the Tusken Raiders turn on him and they hunt him down? Yeah, I thought it was going to do something like that, but no, it just doesn't well, yeah, make it. I thought I thought episode two was going to take place in Tatooine, but just in another area. Yeah, I will but, say I was expecting more from that, like him wrecking this speeder than it was. Which I'm here. The dude, the Den of Nerds guy that I watched, he said he thinks they did that. That way Boba can kind of, like, catch up to him and follow him. Catch up like, to him. Which, I mean, that gives some explanation, so I'll take it, because it makes mm-hmm. no sense other than that. Did you guys... Oh, who else was weirded out by that fucking frog? Me. When I saw that frog, I was like, what the fuck? Um, I had my. I was so, watching it. I so, was watching him. Oh. So the the lady said that when Mando brought the frog to the planet, she would give him the information that he needed, right? Yes. How how is she going to give him to that when he doesn't even speak her language? Now he's got the droid. Translator. They, they didn't translate. They didn't have that at the time, though. Yeah, they that didn't was have just that pure luck. Pure luck. Pure luck. And how did she even know how to do that? She exactly. mechanical. Was she a mechanical engineer? There doesn't need to be an explanation. For I know. Everything. I'm just. I'm just joking. No, I'm kind of curious because what no, the fuck is he? Fuck I've made a mistake. And then she never questions. Like she never. Does she not know how many babies she fucking had? Does she not know yeah, how many? I know. Because like Baby Yoda ate like like fifty of them. Ten and of them. She's just like, <laughs> yeah, hold it. Like nope. You I'm have three left in there, man. I'm surprised she didn't drown Baby Yoda. Actually, so I was expecting because like with Baby Yoda, they set up Baby Yoda eating the frog, eating like the babies uh, before they're fertilized. So she's, I mean, it's not, it's like eating an egg, you know, eating actual babies. But um, no, I, I thought like I was expecting, I was expecting the conflict to be like the frog will like turn against Mando because of what Baby Yoda was doing. So I was ho- I was kind of hoping that would be the case because it will you know provide more conflict, give Baby Yoda kind of a purpose, so like maybe give him a little lesson. But uh, keep doing it if he could. It was just- I mean, the fucking end of the episode, he eats another frog. <laughs> like, oh. I haven't learned a damn. It's just a dumb joke they played. Uh, unfill or filler. Unfill or filler? What? Like, you just it was filler. It, it, it feels like filler. Uh, uh, like, one didn't feel like filler to me because it's because of the whole set piece and all that. Mario is looking for an armor. They're using the budget to make it spectacle, I guess, but now in episode two, they're just just using fuck around. Episode two definitely feels like that. Well, what I mean by it's unfiller filler is like it's like this, but like he's still going main goal, so it's not really filler. Like he's progressing his goal for to find Mandalorian, but the way they went about him doing that just feels like filler. Mando needs to discipline yes. Baby Yoda more. 
He, he's not. Well, he doesn't do that. I would have, like, threatened him with my flamethrower. said, stop eating the eggs, little motherfucker. <laughs> and I would have, like, smacked his hand with him. You, you'd be like... Okay, uh, Devin's <laughs> not ready for kids. <laughs> I'm not ready for Baby Yoda. He has the force. He almost killed a woman. That Even was funny. Of course, you <laughs> Christian. Wow, it's funny. No. Almost died. Sexist. Cancel Christian. Misogynist. No, I, I just like the dark side of the force. I just like the dark side of the force. Keanu, stop. What's up? Do you hear this misogyny? He's laughing at a woman almost dying. Here he is. Christian. Baby. Christian. But it, it was funny. Fucking Joss Whedon. <laughs> Bro. Hey. <laughs> All the disrespect to Joss Whedon. At least, at least Josh Whedon can create a good show. Is this thing Joss he... or Josh? It's Josh. Joss. Joss. Yeah. I, I just can't fucking speak. He Everyone... made the Avengers. What did you make, Christian? He made Justice League. Don't uh-uh. No, he made Buffy and Angel. He made Buffy. You don't didn't make Justice League. He made. took Justice League and made it worse. But it's just... But... Keanu. That's different different circumstances. We're talking Keanu. about the Avengers. Keanu. He 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 did create Buffy and Angel. Never and watched Buffy and Angel. Avenger. Everyone and Keanu watch Buffy and Angel. Alright. No, thank you. Everyone watch comics. No. I'm... It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Keanu Comics. Alright, well I'm just uh, leaving. Well, what? Keanu, you, you you can see because Buffy season eight is a What do you mean it's a comic? Like they can do a comic. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Created by Duffy. You like read? You like reading comic books? Talk about comic book stuff. <laughs> talk um, about um, Buffy. Um, speech bubbles. Buffy. Talk about um Star Wars. Man had sex with so the, so so. This guy character. He he's in, he's on a field trip and he gets bitten by the spider. Is it called Beetleman? Yeah, it's Beetleborg. No, I'm talking about the I'm talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's Daredevil, stupid. Oh, yeah, you're no. right. Uh, I think Dare, Daredevil was the guy with the black suit and flies around. Oh, yeah. the no, that's the guy from Krypton. Uh, but who's, who's the guy? That's... Who's the guy with the dead people? Uh, uh, all of them. <laughs> the zombies. <laughs> uh, we're, not about, dead. we're not talking about the dead walking. Rick Grimes. Uh, Grimes, uh, Rick. Uh, Anyways, Rick we're on and topic again. <laughs> <laughs> what would dub what? Baby Yoda <laughs> eats a bunch of unborn babies in this episode. Like that's his fetish, apparently. Eating yeah, the unborn. That, no, he, he that's likes all you need he to know from frogs. this episode. No, he also ate the unborn spider. That that's true. He, <laughs> he just, probably like, thought op- it was a- <laughs> He just opened that up. He's like, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> bro, I would have laughed if that spider just got Baby Yoda and <laughs> just devoured <laughs> him. <laughs> I was laughing at Baby Yoda, just like, <laughs> with the little shit on his head. <laughs> he just stood there. He I just, thought that was so funny. <laughs> he, he, he could have just, like, <laughs> the floor and wriggled down, but he just, like... <laughs> Fighting Nemo when uh, the Willem Dafoe's fish just, like, lands on him. What was it? Do- what was it called? Was that good thing or like? Yeah, no. To like lands on was it? Darla, Darla, Darla's head. That's like 
symbiote. <laughs> There's a spider in my head. And I, I was kind of curious. Why, why does it make? Yeah, they would take Baby Yoda away, but I think the Republic would do a lot. Could do a lot more with Baby Yoda. Like they could help a lot more than he could. I don't think he trusts the rebels either. I don't think he trusts either side. Skywalker. Um, they made the rebels um, sound like complete jerks. <laughs> yeah, because remember he was like, "Hey, can we? Can I get some help out here?" And they're like, "Eh." He's flying. No, off. you can freeze to death. Yeah, they was like, "Okay, I'm gonna try this in my best Italian voice." They're like, mm, "How about you go fuck yourself, man?" Eh? That, that's not... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good fellas. <laughs> um, How do you even get that ship to take off? Didn't it, wasn't there a big gaping hole in it? And he was just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna seal off the cockpit, cockpit, and we're gonna go." It's like, what, Hector? What do you mean? You know what this reference is from? You know why they call it the cockpit, right? Your mom? No, Captain oh. Marvel. Your favorite Marvel movie. Oh shit! I forgot about that one. Um, yeah, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, what, what part? Honestly, I don't know what part you're talking about. I don't remember anything from Captain Marvel. I'm so sorry. That's what Ka- uh, Kiana's doing. He's reading Captain Marvel right now. <laughs> yeah, you're reading Captain Marvel. <laughs> you're just like, oh my Relock. god, this movie. <laughs> Nothing but relock. I didn't hate that movie, so no, no, bro, I can't no wait till trash the movie, but not Brie Larson. I can't wait till they do the Old Republic and make Darth Revan. Brie Larson. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, I will say, uh, seeing that 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 amount of spiders kind of creeped oh me out. Oh my god, I, I was like, uh, just the whole time. I don't, I don't have arachnophobia, but seeing all that spiders, uh, no, not a pretty sight. I just want to put a yeeted baby Yoda out of them. <laughs> just like, <laughs> ten seconds. Let's go. <laughs> Just, just grab him. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> just grab him by the ear. <laughs> then Kermit the Frog goes, "Ee, Kermit the Frog here. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> Amanda, where did you get all these spiders from?" Okay, I got major alien vibes with those eggs lying around. I thought they're gonna be frogs. And she's like, "Oh my people, <laughs> this is my planet." Thought Mando was gonna sit on one and it just like goes up his ass. Jesus, Devin. <laughs> like Ant Man going up Thanos' ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to entertain myself because the show didn't entertain me. Episode 10 was very much not in the same level as um, chapter 9. I gave it a 6 or which, 7 out of 10. Yeah. Best? For episode 9, it was definitely a, pro- 9 or 10. It's an 8 for me. Episode, uh, episode, chapter nine. Yeah, chapter nine. I'd give it a four. Oh. Hey, at least it's yes. not a three. Anyways, uh, what, what was do you it? give chapter ten then, Devin? Chapter, chapter ten's a three. You really think they're that close? Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, someone's mad. <laughs> Christian. Um, actually, uh, I I really like that moment with um. The X-wing, the X-wing pilots, like you know, pretty pretty much acting like the police, you know, when they're like, you know, or like when they're like floating like right next to Mando, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, uh, yeah, 
Is your shift? Why didn't Mando just tell them he was escorting someone? I don't think he wants them to know, or maybe maybe because he could they they could be say theoretically corrupt New Republic pilots like hey that could be a bounty that we could get or whatever with the baby I don't know he could have just said those the frog lady Um, they'll be like what the fuck okay then you do you man and just fly away he could have been like yo this frog lady she can do some freaky stuff for you man just like (laughs) you want to go like I got a private room in the back she got a weird tongue bro. Uh, it's okay guys it is the all, way all we need to know is that that new republic is just going to turn into a resistance because mm-hmm. somehow they let the first order take their whole paycheck and oh uh, overall everybody everybody listening go watch buffy Devin is overall, pretty much done with life except buffy there's Keanu Comics. Uh, my newest uh, video will be out today. Oh, oh I, I had about DC legacy characters. But I, I talked to I talked about this with Hector the other day. But Christian, uh, Keanu, I want to get your opinion on this too, and maybe oh, the audience could get a thing. So, so I, I had this one girl like she posted a video saying uh, the reason why guys don't understand Ray or like Ray is because she's written for girls and how Padme and Leia were written for boys, and that's why guys can't understand, like, Rey or enjoy her, because she's written for women and girls, and I... I don't ha- get how that makes much sense. That's what I said. I said, girl, a character could be written for a certain type of audience, but if it's written well, then any type, and any person can connect with that character. And my example was Buffy, perfectly, because that show was intended for teenage girls, but I'm in love with the show. And, and I love Little Women. Yeah, Little Women was definitely intended for women. For moms. Yeah. And, and me, a teenage boy. And I, said, and I said that it doesn't... The intention for what it's for is always like, sure, it affects it, but if it's written really well, then it can connect to almost everybody. And I said, like, Buffy, Wally, like... It could be intended for kids and adults can enjoy it. And then she goes, this is exactly what I'm talking about with you guys. It's like, you guys just don't understand. You try to bring up petty arguments. And I was like, this isn't a pity. I'm trying to, I'm trying to convince well, it's just you. Like, uh, like Star Wars was intended for Star kids. Star Wars is for kids. Um, well, us grown ass men, we talk about it. We're talking yeah. about it right now. Um, I was thinking the same thing. Animated shows, like say Young Justice, you know, that's probably made for kids, but I love that show to death. Like, I love Spectacular Spider-Man. I think it's one of the best. Great show. Great show. Like saying, like just because it's intended for somebody, if it's written well, then almost anybody can enjoy it. Pixar is the best example, basically. Like Toy Story, Up, Wall-E, Ratatouille, Cars Two. I mean, uh, um, Inside Out. Yeah, Inside Out. Cars Two is uh, no. Don't get me started. All right. We should talk about Pixar. That's Keanu's favorite movie. Yeah, it's it's so good. Power (laughs) Rangers. Power Rangers. That's. uh, I used to love Power Rangers when I was a kid. Me and Christian talked about Power Rangers for like two hours one time. Just because I was I was feeling so nostalgic. Bro, when when's the Power Rangers episode? We are never gonna talk about Power Rangers at all. All right, it's Christian, we're starting our model. own podcast. You guys do your own. I don't the Power Podcast. I don't give a shit about Power Rangers, so sorry guys. Bro, I didn't Devin, grow up with that stuff. Devin, one time you need to host the episode and me and you and Jordan will talk about Power Rangers. Give give Hector some extra content. I don't. Yes. I don't.
don't have the equipment. That's the that's the problem with you guys going separate. If you with you guys going solo, I have to be there. I mean, I don't have to talk like the Game of Thrones episode. That's like purely Devin's, but I had to I have to be there to listen to it. Yeah, I'm no, I'm not actually it. starting my own podcast. It's okay. Oh, I am. Oh yeah, guys. Hello. Uh, I'm gonna make a another podcast for myself. <laughs> Wait, I thought we were just talking a bunch of. Yeah, when are you starting the podcast recording? <laughs> oh, this is this is the episode for the POV. I'm saying I'm I know. Doing I'm, jo- I'm one. joking. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to explain it to Devin. Oh. Uh, I'm doing two separate ones. The POV is for all of us. The one I'm going to is purely just for me. I just talk about a bunch of random movies that. Are you doing like your own podcast? Yeah, just my own. That's cool, man. It's kind of like I want to do like a kind of not not an ASMR, but something like that, like something like like a chill vibe. Yeah, man. He doesn't want to have my. He doesn't want to have my hot takes destroying it. (laughs) He definitely does not. True, but do 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 you want to talk about like Inside Lewin Davis, Marriage Story, Back to the Future, Star Wars? But like it, you know, there's or The Force Awakens. I actually. Do an episode on the Force Awakens. Just kind of do a look back on it. Actually, if you want to be in that episode, we can do that. Let's talk about the Force Awakens. Since you, I know you don't. You, I don't. That's, from, from all of them, I like the Force one, Awakens. From all the ones, that's the one you like. Yeah, I can. I can talk about the good stuff in that one, kind of. Yeah, I was thinking like, um, well, I guess like for my new, for my new podcast, that one's gonna be. Um, that one's just gonna be me, just 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 talking about stuff. <laughs> the POB podcast, not the PO me podcast. <laughs> oh, but Devin, back to your original point of the Ray being uh, written for women and girls. So, do they need a character that has no skill in fighting and is overpowered? Is that what they need? Like, I'm really confused. Okay, that you. you, you that's not a good point. Anyways, a no, good it point is a good point. Is I like Ray. So her kind of her argument on like why guys don't like her is because she's specifically written for women doesn't work because I like Ray. But because like, of, how is she specifically written for women? Like I don't understand this. Mainly because just like like an independent, you know, a woman that like you know is on her like her own person, you know, I guess. But at the same time, Leia's that pretty much like a feminist type character, yeah. or at least like is a very powerful, powerful woman. Padme is too. No, Padme died from sadness. That's a little. That's a little. Weak she didn't me. die from sadness. Palpatine I, killed her. I'm pretty sure. Palpatine killed her. No. Yes. Heck nah. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's what it nah, is. Nah, that's not what the film insinuated. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> Hector, it's in the breathing. Be gone. Hector just electrocutes you. Oh, with the heartbeat thing. Do, do we need yeah, to watch the movie heart. together? No, Hector. actually, I kind of want to watch Revenge of the Sith with you guys. We did one time. It was me and Christian. And I think who else was it? Logan, Devin, not Devin, Christian. Logan watched a little bit with yeah. us. Yeah. Okay. Um. I guess I give out for overall thoughts on it. I think overall we, the most of us in um, episode nine, episode 10 is very much mixed. We're all, all of us are, I would say we're pretty like. Underwhelmed. I wonder who the idiot that hates the Mandalorian is. (laughs) Right guys. 
I will say episode 10 did leave off at a good point for them to have a good episode 11. Hopefully episode 11 will not, I, I don't specifically want like huge spectacles, but just something entertaining. Cause like, I think. Mando um, drowning I, baby Yoda. Episode 11 needs just to be a, a little fish tank that the eggs are in. <laughs> it's just like stay. Episode 11 does not need a spectacle. Episode 11 needs a good story-driven episode. I don't think... Well, I mean, I've always seen The Mandalorian as, like, very much a one-off, like, one-off stories. Like, very much, like, from comic... Like, similar to, like, comic books, you know? Like, issues, yeah, like each have, like, their own different this, issues. This episode so. needs to hammer the... Like, the main, main story. story. Because they're... Like... Moff Gideon hasn't even been explained in this season, which is kind of disturbing to me, considering the end um, of season one was him standing there with the dark saber. Well, that's that was a teaser, you know. He hasn't needed. For all he knows, he thinks Moff Gideon's dead. I think he's going to yeah, come back like, in like the season finale. I think that's going to be like the big. I mean, like. Revelation. I understand it was a teaser, but I thought they would have done like a little something with it. I think they're gonna explore it more as seasons go more seasons go by, or at least season three. More episodes go by. So But it still needs to hammer something with the Mandalorian. Him finding Mandalorian. Hopefully it'll be a little more refreshing than well this episode. I don't hate it, but I wish there was a little more to it. Hopefully, or we'll we'll be back and talk about the other the next two episodes. Um, yeah, hopefully Devin's alive in that time, still alive, you know. Hopefully, Devin enjoyed look, it a little. You bit. look like you're on the verge of just leaving with the Mandalorian. Who? You. I am. <laughs> Everyone, just go watch Buffy. Uh, this is very. This is our conclusion of this episode of the POV podcast. We just talked about the Mandalorian season two, the first two episodes, chapter nine, and the Passenger, which is chapter ten. Um, thank you guys very much for listening. Um, if you guys want to follow us in uh, any social medias, uh, we have a page dedicated to the podcast. It's called the POV podcast. Um, exactly how it's typed in. It's um, T-H-E-P underscore O underscore V underscore podcast. Um, please give us a follow. I'll give you guys updates. That's where I'll post updates and post everything. It's on Instagram. Um, on, it's, on, it's on Instagram. That's pretty much the only platform we use, or at least I use. Um, Devin, do you want to plug anything, or are you good? Um, you can follow my Twitter, at Master Alnia, uh, Masters Capital. Uh, just the M and Masters capitalized underscore Alnia with the capital A. All right. Thank you, Christian, for being with us. I don't think you have anything to plug. No, they don't need to know where I am. Good. Uh, Keanu, thank you very much for joining our podcast. It was very much a, del- yeah, it was very much a delight for you uh, to be on the show. Um, it's good to have new voices. Keanu, where else can people find you? You can find me on YouTube at Keanu Comics, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, also at Keanu Comics, except it ends with an X.
instead of a S and C. Hope everyone has a great day. Good night. Good morning. Just any time of the day. Thank you guys very much for listening. And of course, may the force be with you. This is the way.